0: Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Ethereum's gambling problem is only getting worse. Good evening, I'm Stan Higgins, and this is Late Confirmation for Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from August 17th. Coinbase wins a patent for a secure Bitcoin payment system, and Chinese e-commerce giant JD.com rolls out a blockchain platform with its first app. Plus, we'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindesk market analyst Sam We Met about the uncanny correlation between the price for overstock and the price of Bitcoin. But first, a word from our sponsor, Said Business School, University of Oxford. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford Fintech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com.
1: Ethereum
0: has a gambling problem. Following the prevalence of those Ethereum games resembling Ponzi schemes, another gambling dApp, or decentralized app, on the second-largest blockchain has recently sparked warnings among technologists, users, and analysts who accused the dApp of impersonating one of those games in order to scam users. The accusations came from a pseudonymous group of developers called Team Just, that's the same team behind the infamous gambling game FOMO3D. Team Just claims that a clone of FOMO 3D called Last Winner has been displaying fake bot-driven transaction activities to trick people into thinking it's a popular game so they'll hand over their Ether. According to them, the suspicious app was sucking up one-third of the network's total computational power, raising over $7 million in Ether within seven days. One of the leaders in Team Just, who goes by the pseudonym Justo underscore bot, went so far as to issue statements in a channel-wide Discord post Tuesday, warning users that last winter might be run by criminals. But Team Just's accusations have also raised lines of questioning that lead back to the true nature of the original FOMO 3D application itself. Because while both gambling dApps have clear instructions on the rules for their game, the source code responsible for actual game deployment have yet to be fully disclosed and verified. Auger's blockchain developer Scott Bigelow explained in a post on Medium that the potential for malicious intent and bugs cannot be discredited when it comes to unverified source code. What Bigelow described in his post can be typified as an exit scam, whereby game creators pull off an orchestrated attempt to hijack the funds raised. The same vulnerability lies with the alleged last winter dApp, given it also runs in part on unverified source code. That being said, those gambling dApps and their respective clones don't seem to be going away anytime soon, given their allure to a growing base of users on Ethereum, according to Amber Data CEO Sean Douglas, who likens Ethereum to a free market in which anyone can make a return of investment in any way will use their opportunity. Read more about that story at (laughs) Coindesk.com. Coinbase has won a patent for a system that seeks to make Bitcoin purchases more secure for its customers. In the award, released on August 14th, Coinbase outlined how it could develop a payment portal which would allow users to pay Bitcoin directly from their digital wallet. The system aims to address existing security concerns with private keys. To that end, it sets up a key ceremony that creates key shares that are combined into an operational master key, encrypted with the user's passphrases, that can then be made publicly available and deleted after their use. Additionally, the system also includes an API key, meaning that different websites will be able to launch their own version of that portal. And finally, Chinese e-commerce giant JD.com rolls out a blockchain platform with its first app. Uh, The blockchain-as-a-service platform sits alongside the app, uh, one that digitally tracks corporate invoices uh, for one of the largest publicly traded insurers in China. According to an announcement on Friday, the app moves invoice data for Pacific insurance onto a distributed network at each step in the insurance cycle. In this way, the process becomes visible to all participants. Invoices play an important role in businesses in in China, uh, both as a reference for bookkeeping and for taxation purposes. The application aims to boost issuance efficiency and to streamline the accounting process, and it's the first use case for JDU's blockchain open platform that was announced the same day. The Blockchain-as-a-Service product, rolled out months after the firm first announced its plan for the project in April, is designed to help enterprises wanting to develop their own blockchain applications, including those for tracking supply chain information, charity donation, uh, certificate authentication, and property assessment. Read more about that story at Coindesk.com. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. Coindesk's Consensus Conference lands in Singapore next month on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com slash events. And now we've got CoinDesk market analyst Sam. We met here to talk about the uncanny correlation between the stock price for Overstock, the e-commerce giant, and the price of Bitcoin. Welcome, Sam. Hi, Stan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so I guess to start, you know, um, based on your reporting, you know, what exactly did you observe? You know, looking at um, kind of this relationship or correlation, whatever you want to call it, um, between the price of Overstock stock and uh, the price of Bitcoin.
1: Sure. So um, I think, like you said, it's it's a correlation between the two price charts. And um, when you compare them side by side, you can really see that the um, they started to mimic each other starting in 2014. And I suspect this is because in 2014, um, Overstock be- was the first major retailer to really start to accept Bitcoin. And so ever since then, their price charts have correlated um, very strongly. Even up until this past year when Bitcoin went on that crazy bull run and it went up 1,500 percent, Overstock mimicked basically in the same style and went up 400 percent, which, you know, is a little too coincidental to uh, just ignore.
0: Yeah, I mean, just for, you know, some of our listeners who may not be familiar with this story, you know, back in 2014, like Sam said, Overstock moved to accept Bitcoin, um, you know, and looking in their SEC filings, you know, one can see that they also uh, keep a bit of Bitcoin on the books, Um, you know, their CEO, Patrick Byrne, um, has been a big proponent of Bitcoin and blockchain technology. And Overstock has a subsidiary uh, known as Medici, which has a number of business arms, including T0, which is exploring um, the use of blockchain in different use cases. Um, So I guess, Sam, you know, my follow-up question there is, you know, kind of what's the takeaway here? You know, what's kind of the, you know, if, if, if so, someone sees this data, you know, I guess, you know, from your perspective, what does that mean exactly?
1: Sure. So I think there's two major takeaways. Um, one is that I think um, Wall Street, since there aren't really ways traditional investors can get their hands on Bitcoin at a large scale, um, you know, on an institutional level that, many um, of the Bitcoin holders um, have been kind of dreaming about. Um, Since that doesn't really exist, I think they're starting to view Overstock as a cryptocurrency company for the reasons you just said, not only because they accept Bitcoin, but because of their um, subsidiary that focuses on blockchain technology. So by traditional investors investing in Overstock, it gives them exposure to the cryptocurrency um, markets without technically having to own the currencies. And um, so basically, that can give you a sentiment gauge as to how Wall Street really feels about the technology, which I think is really valuable because that's been a mystery for a little bit, um, for, you know, a few years now. And the second takeaway I think that is very useful for traders of cryptocurrency and um, someone who dabbles in traditional markets and who trades overstock is, um, so, say uh, Bitcoin performs really well in a given week, then there's a good chance that overstock will also perform very well in that week. So, you know, you can um, position yourself to maybe, um, say you see overstock performing really well, then maybe you can buy Bitcoin that week. Or maybe if you, and vice versa, if you see Bitcoin performing really well, maybe take a chance and um, observe overstock that week to see if the correlation does play out and maybe it's a, it could be a profitable um, correlation to follow for you.
0: Hmm, interesting. Well, I mean, I think, you know, for all our listeners and us here, Coindesk will be, you know, watching that stock price to see if that trend continues. Thanks right. for joining us, Sam. Thanks so much, Sam. Late Confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build a future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- or entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from the CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk. And if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Stan Higgins, and this has been Late Confirmation. A Sonic Universe